What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Ghoul Gang. I'm Grace. And I'm Caroline. And we're here to talk about some spooky shit on a regular basis. Now-ish. <laughs> I guess, I mean, three seems pretty solid for us, even from the beginning. I mean, this is truly the most consistent we've ever been since I have joined the pod. So I'm I'm impressed with us. Oh, I think we're doing well. Yeah, and we like now have a standing time. It's it's pretty solid. I'm excited yeah, for us. This time it only took us like 25 minutes for our recording equipment to stop being annoying. Don't so. jinx it because we <laughs> recorded like an hour of content and deleted the whole thing because it was a mess and started over. I mean, that wasn't because of recording issues, though. That was just because we were not in the game. (laughs) I don't know if you know how much uh, research and script writing goes into this podcast, but, you know. This is one of the most well-researched podcasts on on the face of the earth, I would say. Remember, like, it's up there with the daily. <laughs> remember when we started, we recorded at your house and we all had, we had like our little pages printed out and like, no, we don't do that anymore. No, this is uh, off the cuff. Uh, it's great. It's better that way. Put us on, uh, you know, for friendship. Weird non-PC friends. <laughs> All right, I have a leading question. Okay. What was your first theme park experience? Like, what do you remember the most? Um, I don't know if this is my first theme park experience, but I think this was in... Do you remember, like, the blackout of, like, 2003 or 2004? Or maybe it was 2002. If you lived in... Illinois you probably didn't experience it yeah I don't I think remember. it was like mostly on the east coast but I w- was in Ohio visiting my grandparents and my grandparents were like huge like roller coaster buffs like they were like obsessed Cedar with going Point, on roller baby. coasters so I was at Cedar Point and we were waiting in line for one of the roller coasters and everything shut down <gasps> Oh my god, could you imagine being on one of the roller coasters no. and everything? And we were like down? pretty close to like being one of those people. Like if we had been like in line twenty minutes earlier, like we would have been stuck on this roller coaster and it would have been terrifying. Hell no. <laughs> That's a big hell no for me, dog. No, definitely a hell no for me. That so that probably I mean, I was I had to have been like twelve or something at that point, so I don't think that was my first roller coaster experience. Mm-hmm. But because like my first ever was probably at the Mall of America. Uh, like Minnesota we have forever. Like, Minnesota forever, baby. But like for those of you who have never had the pleasure of experiencing what used to be Camp Snoopy and is now Nickelodeon Universe Stupid. at the Mall of America, like the middle of the Mall of America, it's just like it, a giant indoor theme park. And like if you were invited to a birthday party at the Mall of America, like at the theme park, like done. Done. There was also a summer camp that like rich kids would go to that was like fantastic that I did not go to, but seemed pretty amazing. And it was like in the theme park at the Mall of America. What? Discovery Zone. That's where the theme, that's where the camp was? Yeah. Did you, I feel like I, it's a chain. I went to Discovery Zone? a bougie camp in Minnesota and we met in the parking lot of Mall of America to get on the buses. 
I have never actually been inside. You next time you go to Minnesota, we should go to Minnesota together. Yeah, I go all the time. Me and my ex-boyfriend in college, we used to just like make days of it. Like we would just like go on a weekend, like get drunk at Hooters (laughs) and then we would just go on rides. (laughs) And it was a great time. (laughs) Although I don't know if I can do rides anymore. It's like my head hurts all the time as it is. I'm like scared. I'm going to like rattle something loose on a roller coaster these days. I went to Six Flags last year, like almost exactly a year ago, and it was it was a good time, but I definitely had a headache when I left. <laughs> For sure. It's like your organs are being rearranged. Um, what about you? Okay, so mine, I was much younger, and it was because it was traumatizing. We went to Disney World. I was six at Disney World with my whole family, um, and, you know, you wait in line all day it kind of started to blur together like what we were waiting for um and as we started getting closer to the attraction i started to see headstones and like skeletons and i'm six and i'm not into spooky shit yet i haven't watched the exorcist in my mom's bedroom on a weekday (laughs) That opened my world to horror. I was like a bait. I was a pussy when I was little. Like anything scary. I'm not going to. Sorry, inner child. I'm not calling you a pussy. But I did not like scary things. And my family had tricked me. And we were in line for the haunted mansion. And I Uh didn't know until we were already in. I was six. Like, isn't that. It was really scary at the time. I know it would be awesome to go now, but I was traumatized. How did you manage? Like, were you, like, freaking out the entire time? No, my dad, like, cuddled me, you know? And I did a lot of, like, watching through my fingers. And then, you know how the actors always pick on, like, the scaredest people? Of course they were doing that. But then they were also really sweet because I was six. Yeah, mom and, and it's dad. Disney, so they can't be like that mean to you. I know. I look back and I'm like, it really probably wasn't that bad. It's not like the teenagers at Six Flags Great America who will like literally torment Dude, you and like chase you around with chainsaws. Fright Fest. <laughs> Fright Fest at Six Flags in Gurney is the fucking best. I love it. I love it so much. I we as a ghoul gang happen to know a lot of haunt actors and they work Fright Fest and it's like just walking through a haunted house for hours. It's the best. With rides. It's incredible. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's so much. We should go. We should go this year. Absolutely. I'm so down. Like as soon as it stops being so hot, let's go to Fright Fest. Does Fright Fest start October 1st or is it in September? I feel like it's in September. I feel like it's like mid-September probably. Hell yeah. Let's go early. I want to go as early as possible. Hell (laughs) yeah. Um, So I don't know if you guessed, but our theme was a listener suggestion. Uh, We will be covering haunted amusements, brutal attractions, death by roller coaster, we haven't figured out a title yet, have we? Uh, not yet. <laughs> Maybe Death by Roller Coaster. 
Maybe we can steal the title from the YouTube channel that I want to make, which is Death Coasters International. Have I told you about this? I think so. (laughs) That sounds familiar. Me and my friend Ben had this like half-baked idea. I mean, it was like a full-baked idea, if you know what I mean. But (laughs) we were like, he was like talking about how like there's no like official list, like no government agency is like tracking the amount of like people who die every year on roller coasters. Like people track it, but it's not like there's no like... (laughs) Like, there's not, no like, an agency, tally. like, in charge of, of, like, tracking this. So he was, like, so we were trying to figure out, we were, like, I wonder if, like, anybody's died on, like, the roller coasters near us. Like, we should go ride those roller coasters. And then we were, like, we should make a YouTube channel where we travel around the world. And we just, like, everyone, it's, like, we tell the story of, like, a really fucked up death that happened on the roller coaster. <gasps> and then we, like, ride the roller coaster and, like, show ourselves, like, riding the roller coaster. And then, like, review how good the roller coaster was and how close to death we thought we were on the roller coaster <laughs> and we were going to call it death coasters international which i do still feel like is a very viable like travel channel as i know you're listening to that this would like be if you're interested an <laughs> awesome show probably like discovery plus because people would be like someone died on this roller coaster that's what i'm saying yeah but also like there is no way like it actually couldn't be like a travel channel show because there's no way that like any theme park would want to participate oh in no that. it would have like, to be you would have to it would have to be a youtube channel yeah yeah you would have to do it like on your own independently because like no production company is going to be able to like get in like they're just, it's like no there's not even going to be there they won't even present you with the waivers they're right. just going to be like absolutely not no one's ever died on this roller coaster you're, i don't know what you're talking you're about. not even allowed to <laughs> die at disney world um but speaking of we are not going to be covering disney um as we feel it has been a little overdone we all know it's a small world. People have died on many rides, but aren't allowed to be pronounced dead until they pronounced leave the dead. park or something. Yeah. So we're not doing Disney. We're doing some other attractions. And we're going to do a little bit of a change up in formatting where we're going to go back and forth with little stories. I also feel like Disney, like not only has like Disney deaths and hauntings been so well covered, but it's also like not that accessible. Like I get like there's two Disney parks in America, mm-hmm. like they're on opposite sides of the country and they're expensive to get to. If you live in the middle of the country, like I've never been to either Disney Park. I've never been to really? Disney World or Disneyland. No, we are planning so, on taking Harper, but it's like a year. Lo- you have to save for like a year to go to Disney. It's so World. expensive. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. My parents just like flat out. They like they weren't like Disney people. They like didn't like Disney and they just like would flat out refuse. Like they loved roller coasters. They loved, but they just like don't like Disney World. Yeah. And so like I was in L.A. with them for Christmas a couple years ago and we were like in Orange County, like right by Anaheim. And like we had a day Disneyland. where we weren't doing anything. And we we're like, let's go to Disneyland. And they're like, and I was like, are, are you serious? Too intellectual for Disneyland. I know. I'm like, but it's like roller coasters, you guys. Like, it's not that deep. Like, you don't need to like, it's like, do you think that like the roller coasters at Six Flags are like that much more highbrow? Like, they're DC themed. Like, I. Right. Like, yeah. Or, like, the Batman roller coaster is just like so much more intellectual oh than gosh. like the Haunted Mansion. Like, God forbid. Like, I I, I have to say I am partial to to the Midwest uh, theme parks. There's something a little dirtier 
a little yeah. uh, more carny about them. There's, it's sticky. People are drunker. People are uglier. Oh, people yeah. are messy. Oh, yeah. People, like, you you do feel like you might die. Oh, And, like, yeah. that, I feel like, is, like, I don't want it to be too, I don't want it to be too polished. No. I don't want, I want the experience to feel, like, like a, a, a real thrill and like it can't be a real thrill unless I like genuinely feel like my life is in danger <laughs> which I have every single time I've gone to Six, six Flags, Flags like right. good god I was gonna say like uh the Viper all wood all wooden roller coaster the Superman the I, Superman I never went on terrifying. that never went on no. that it is the I had like a legitimate panic attack the entire time I was on it. I was like sobbing your stomach, hysterically. Right? You're on your stomach. And I'll tell you about it. But let's just say I am not wrong to be worried about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just found some statistics about like. Hell yeah. The frequency. OK, so. My friend was wrong because the United States Consumer Product Safety Commission does investigate serious accidents <laughs> involving non-permanent rides, Perfect. inflatables, and go karts. Wait, carnivals. Wait, involving non non-permanent. Non-permanent. So that's, that's like festivals, like the Last Fling or Rip so, Fest, oh, like the Zipper or the Swinging okay. Ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Carnivals, fairs, and other amusement parks that move from location to location are regulated by the CPA. Or CPSC, so the Consumer Product Safety Commission, fixed site amusement parks like Disney, Six Flags, etc., are regulated by local and state agencies and are not subject to federal regulation from the CPSC. They're being so the paid frequency- off. So that is so he was right. He was correct in saying that. <laughs> I love that you started. You're like my friend was wrong. He was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes like- a lot of sense because. I grew up in Naperville. We have a big festival called The Last Fling. Um, do you remember the zipper where they lock you in yeah. cages and kind of run you around? Um, yep. That was there. Someone got hit by the swinging sh- the Pharaoh's Fury. I I feel like at least a couple people had died just at that one carnival I over bet. the years. Like yeah. And it wasn't even, it was like, eh, well, you know, these rides are shit. <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, like, bolts fall out every time somebody gets in. I mean, right. that's just like a part of the ride at this point. And I was <laughs> telling my friend today when I was doing research, there's the ride. Ours was the Zendar. I'm sure it's has different names, but it's the one that spins and you stick to the wall and then the mm-hmm. floor yeah, drops like they- out. Ours was, I don't, it was like aliens. It was something to do with aliens because it was like an alien ship. So it was like, and you could climb up the walls or whatever. Yeah. This one, I specifically remember because I was about to get on, but someone before us threw up whilst on that ride. Can you imagine the gravity and just throwing up and having it right back in your face? Um, No. But they essentially ran like a rinse cycle. Where they ran the ride with like hoses in it. What? So it just that's, to clean it out. That is so ratchet. I can't. I know. And then we had to get on, and I was like, I don't even know where she sat. It spun around so much. <laughs> that is. A, that's too much. Like that's. I'm like. I, you, and then it's like wet when you're sitting in it, I and mean, it like kind of smells like puke a little bit. Like and- oh, but all amusement parks have like an underlying smell of vomit and trash. That's true. It's like and that's part what of makes the ambiance. Them, yeah. So 
the frequency of ride inspections for like Six Flags and Disney World, etc. Like how and who reports on accidents and injuries that happen at those parks. They like nobody is collecting data on that. Totally unregulated. But so according to the CPSC in 2019, there were 1,299 injuries from amusement park accidents in the U.S. And that is only from non-permanent rides and carnivals. Damn. So, like, I can only imagine how many more it would be if they factored in, like, the actual permanent rides that were there. I mean, it probably wouldn't be that much more, but I do feel like it's probably a couple. Because that's that's just injuries. I'm saying, and even, like, emotional injuries. Like, if you get stuck in a ride upside down for an hour, that's going to fuck you up. That's traumatizing. Yeah, absolutely. I remember I got stuck at the top of the giant drop. Right when it opened. Do you remember the giant drop at Six Flags? I don't even know if it's still there. But it essentially it was just is a skyscraper. It brought you to the top and you didn't know when it was going to fall. Oh, my and God. And we were up no. there for like 30 minutes. And I was like, Ugh. we're not supposed to. And someone's flip flop fell off. Like one of my friends. Eh, yeah. No. Not great. Okay. Would you like to go first? Sure. Okay. So this one is um, from Six Flags New England, but it is the same Superman ride, I believe, that they have at Six Flags Great America. And so like the setup of this ride is basically that you are flying on your stomach and but you're like you're the, the seats are over you. Right? So, like, the seats are over you, and then, like, all that holds you in is just, like, a strap on your chest. No. It is so terrifying, and it's really, 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 it, like, and so, like, you're looking down the whole time, and there's, like, nothing underneath you, so it does, like, you feel like you're flying, so, like, that's why it's called the Superman. Also, it's, like, Superman-themed. So, um, Six Fives, New England. The mother of 55-year-old Stanley Modaski didn't think her son should have been allowed to board the Superman Ride of Steel that day in 2004. How can anybody as heavy as he was go up and spin in the air like a yo-yo, she told the Associated Press. It doesn't make any sense. He was over 200 pounds, maybe 225 pounds, which actually... That's not that much. That much. (laughs) I was going to say, like, like, that's the size of, like, an average man, like a six Yeah, I don't think that's kind of an odd... Like, I don't think 200 pounds is the cutoff. How old is he? He was 55. That's not... But... Oh. He had cerebral palsy and he traveled via motorized scooter. Yes. But he was able to board the coaster by himself. Witnesses say he came out of his harness as the ride hit a curve, spun <gasps> through the air, and hit a rail before hitting falling to the ground. Fuck no. Which is exactly, exactly how I imagined I would die on that roller coaster. <laughs> like, Shh, I I've done. Sorry, I, Stanley. I don't mean to laugh at you. I'm laughing at Horrifying. Caroline. But also, like, I do feel like 200. 200 to 225 pounds for a man is That's like not pretty th- standard. Yeah. And I would be very, very surprised if that was the weight limit on any roller coaster ever, especially in America. I like, wonder. The vast majority of people at any Six Flags that you see are well over 200 pounds. Oh, my like, God. That's just. That's like. like That's like baseline at. Gur- yeah, like Gurney. It, they they would have literally no customers in America if that were the cutoff. Like it doesn't. <laughs> hey, and we're not shaming anyone. It's just fact. No, absolutely. Like th- that's just it. Just, it would just be like a terrible business model. Yeah, because that's not even like I don't. I don't even. I wouldn't even consider that to be like overweight on depending on how tall you are. Right. 
Like, I don't even think the, like, very flawed BMI would consider that overweight for, like, a six-foot-five man. I wonder (laughs) if his body, if he had any, um, uh, like, his body weight distribution was different because of his uh, medical condition, you know? Possibly. Yeah, maybe, maybe, like, he had more of his weight, like, in his top. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, like, couldn't, but nope, absolutely not. Come on, roller coaster designers. Inclusivity. All right, give me a haunt. Give me a haunt. Okay, so Caroline's doing deaths. I'm doing haunts. That's the plan here. (laughs) All right, so according to visitors, this is also in Ohio. Not that your last one was, but where you had your uh, blackout moment. Yep. Um, Kings Island Amusement Park has an alarming amount of ghosts traversing its Ohio premises. Guests report seeing a young girl in a blue dress believed to have passed in the 1800s and to have been interred inside the island cemetery. Known as either Missouri Jane or Tram Girl, people see her at the International Restaurant and Whitewater Canyon Ride. Visitors also claim to see a male child in a white suit near the racetracks and when the sun goes down. In a white, like, full suit. Yeah, like a child in a white suit. So these are all old, That's unsettling in general. Yeah. Seeing a child wearing a full suit is scary whether or not it's a ghost. Like, I don't like that. It reminds me of those (laughs) pictures from the others where they, like, take pictures of the dead. And they yeah. have, like, children in, in their full suits. I'm imagining him in, like, a 2004 suit, you know, with, like, a kind of, like, a, a sheen on the, sh- yeah. like, a iridescent shirt. <laughs> Frosted tips. That's a- I, I want, like, a 2004 suit that's just, like, completely, like, bedazzled out. Like, like just, like, Night all the Roxbury is what I'm picturing. <laughs> yeah. I want more modern ghosts. Like, we always talk about these old-timey ghosts. Sorry for the aside, but what else do you expect from us? Um, I want, like, a a ghost from 2001 who is waiting for the next Britney Spears album, wears a Juicy Couture tracksuit, and is like, what the fuck are you doing in my bathroom? You know, I saw a TikTok of a girl who like claims to have like a ghost like bro friend. He's like a frat bro. Oh, his name's Chad. I'm, and he his name's Chad. He just I don't know if it's actually they I probably think his named name is him Chad. Chad. Yeah, they probably named him Chad. But they like he's just like a broy ghost. And she like talks to him through like candles flickering and like flashlights or whatever. And she's like, oh, he always cock blocks me. And, blah, blah, blah. and they like have like a really broy kind of it's kind of a Zach Baggins relationship. But like <laughs> the ghost. But it's like if Zach Baggins was a ghost. This is now the uh, Zach Baggins podcast. Um, if we we're not going to I refuse to go even one episode without mentioning. No, Zach I Baggins. think that should be our thing now. What did I text? What did I text? The, hey, never mind. It was it was gross. Um, I would personally like to rebrand as a Ghost Adventures recap podcast only. That's it. Like, no more anything else. Um, just Ghost Adventures. So this is now a solo <laughs> podcast with only one ghoul, and her name is Grace. Uh, who ghoul Adventures. Zach Baggins. <laughs> For no particular personal reasons, I just think he's a douchebag. I can appreciate what he does, though. Whatever. We've already yeah, talked about yeah. it. We've already talked about it. Um, 
so Kings Island Amusement Park. What also kind of um, not astonished, but piqued my curiosity was how many amusement parks there are that I have just never heard of. Because like Six Flags and Knott's Berry Farm and all the they're all big brand corporate amusement parks, but all these little ones, ice machine, all these little ones are ones that I personally would like to go to. I did not do enough research to know if this is still open, but child in a white suit, frosted tips, purple shirt. Kidding. Hell yeah. Kidding. (laughs) They have named him Racer Boy. This ghost is allegedly the spirit of a child found in a dip on the shooting star track at Coney Island. So there's a Coney Island in Ohio. Did you know that? I feel like, yeah, I did know that because like also Coney Island is like a brand of like hot dog. Like, well, that's a Coney dog. Yeah. Yeah. But there's like, but no, there's like a, a hot dog chain called Coney Island. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so I don't know if that's like related to that. Yeah. Probably not. They just put chili on their dogs. Harper Harper loves Coney dogs because that's what Sonic the Hedgehog eats. Chili cheese dogs. I'm like, why can't we get you cartoons that eat black beans? And well, sh- She's fine. She eats a vegetable. Put on, just, you know, maybe put on some uh, Popeye. You know what she loves to watch with me? Somebody Feed Phil, which is delightful. Have you seen What is that? It's on Netflix. It's the writer of uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, the creator. He's kind of like a really nice Larry David. Jewish from New York, but he travels and he eats and it is like the most feel good show I've ever seen. And Harper loves it. Anyway. Back. So. Okay. Um, so he was found in a dip on the shooting star track at Coney Island. This supposedly occurred before several of the ride's cars were relocated to King's Island. So it, like, the ghost moved with the oh, the cars okay. of the roller coaster So he, he was King's a real Island. kid that actually did die on Coney Island. On, in those cars. In the dip. In the Ohio Coney Island. In the Ohio Coney Island. Yeah. And then the cars were moved from the Ohio Coney Island to King's Island. To King's Island. And the ghost... Yeah. And the ghost just t- decided, like, I'm sick of this locale. I would really like some new scenery. Latched on, took a trip. Yeah. And he's like, I'm still in Ohio? Fuck. God fucking damn it. <laughs> <laughs> For all of eternity? <laughs> damn I it. mean, like, what did he do? <laughs> I don't know, but the kid was wearing a suit on a roller coaster, so. Well, if he was found in a dip, he could have either been tossed or, like, he was standing there when he should not have been. I feel like a suit on a roller coaster was pretty standard, like, attire back in the day, though. Yeah, because... If you see, like, the 1910s, like, they just, like, first of all, didn't have any, like, protective equipment on them whatsoever. Seatbelts? Absolutely not. Straps? Nope. And then they just, like, stepped in with, like, hoop skirts and, like, top hats on (laughs) and were like, (laughs) like, this is going to be great. (laughs) What an amusement. 
Let's just put the child in the suit on our laps. It's fine. He doesn't need a seatbelt. What's a seatbelt? We've never heard of that. <laughs> I don't know what the accent that I'm doing what, is like. <laughs> what kind of belt is this? Does it go with my skirt? <laughs> All right. So finally at King's Island, um, John Harder, known as Tower Johnny. Oh, callbacks to Peg Leg Johnny, if anyone remembers. <laughs> also haunts the park. He is said to be the spirit of a young man who fell in 1983, okay, while climbing the um, model Eiffel Tower at the park's entrance. That's I like an 80s sucks. ghost. I like, an 80s ghost seems pretty badass. Totally. Um, there was a show on Netflix called Gem Jewel or something, and the, and the spirits, I don't know, it's a kid's show, but I like reverted to my 12 year old self and thoroughly enjoy it great music but they were 80s ghosts oh i like that yeah yep. um so he fell to his death while climbing this model of the eiffel tower beyond these three spirits many believe ghosts haunt the nearby ammo factory of course, Ohio guns, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the factory had several explosions throughout the last century, which, when combined, ended the lives of at least 30 people and injured many more. Residents still say they hear footsteps following them down streets, in elevators, and at Kings Island Amusement Park. Damn. I want to go to these little parks. Yeah, the little parks seem like they definitely have more. There's just more of a possibility for you to die. And definitely more hauntings. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, because like like you said. Way less safety standards and way more opportunity for ghost encounters. Right. With like a Cedar Point or a Six Flags, like we said, you have that big brand behind you and they care about optics. But I'd never even heard of Kings Island Amusement Park. Right. So they don't give a shit. Let's hear Um, another death. Okay. Another death. Okay. This one is not a death, but it's very creepy. So this is also on another ride called Superman, but it's a different Superman. Um, It is at Six Flags Kentucky Kingdom Amusement Park in Louisville. Way to be original, Six Flags. Come on. (laughs) um, A 16-year-old girl's feet were severed when a cord snapped and wrapped around her ankles when she rode the Superman Tower of Power ride at Six Flags Kentucky Kingdom Amusement Park in Louisville. Yep. The ride drops 154 feet at 54 miles an hour, but it was considered relatively safe until 2007. One eyewitness said, the people on the ride just came and hit the ground. When I got there, the lady was sitting there and she just didn't have any legs. She just sat there, calm, probably in shock from everything. And that is the reason I wanted to read that one because can you imagine just like going up like... Go, it's like one of the Tower of Power rides. You know, you go up, you're like sitting at the That's top and it drops down. That's what I was just down. talking about. And it goes down <laughs> too far and just, just fucking nopes your legs. Well, no, this one is it, a cord snapped. It wrapped around her ankle and it pulled her legs off. Jesus fucking Christ. So it wasn't even like it snapped at her legs. Like she was the only one on the ride that had this happen to her. And her legs were just ripped off because the cable wrapped around her legs and ripped it off. Oh, my God. And then you get to the bottom and the person next to you just like has no legs and is just sitting there like completely calm. Like, that was really fun. (laughs) You're like, um, Cheryl, uh, don't look down. 
Um, I love that you said the ride was considered relatively safe until 2007. <laughs> like, there's, there's no guarantee of safety on any of this shit. Like, the best no. they can do is relative. Relatively safe, you know. It's, it's not, it's not like... It's not like the most dangerous ride. It's it's like it's relatively safe, except for sometimes when a cord snaps off, wraps around your legs and then decapitates you. But like, that's just like, you know, it happens every like three years. And like, it's a risk that we should all be willing to take. That's the one my coworker told me about today when I was uh, researching. Um, that reminds me of. Do you remember House on Haunted Hill? The newer one with um, mm-hmm. Allie Larder. I think was in it. Oh, yeah. The blonde. Yeah. And uh, Tay Diggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's such a good movie. But the beginning starts with this virtual roller coaster. And it's like it goes off the tracks. And it felt super realistic. And Vincent Price, of course, was the mastermind behind it. <laughs> um, I'm going to watch that tonight. That, that yeah. is some 90s prime. Or maybe 2001. I don't know. Um, all right. You want another haunt? Mm-hmm. Hit me. All right. Hit me with your best haunt and fire away. Oh, my God. Put that on a t-shirt. Hit me with your best haunt? <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. So, um, Crown Colony is a restaurant at Bush Gardens in Tampa Bay. Uh, many claim to have experienced paranormal activity, including window reflections of a man playing piano, hmm. feelings of being watched, and visions of a prowling woman in a, in a white nightgown. What does that what mean, it? prowling? Yeah, I would love to know the definition like, of prowling. She, like, I'm when I think of that, I... that Austin Powers... <laughs> both doing the same thing with the arm with your claw hands and like either that or like running around on like all fours just like prowling that's scarier (laughs) that is scary if if i saw that i would be i would be like "Uh uh-huh scary ghost i'm like that's a ghost that's a ghost on the prowl (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh um sorry they and they just leave it at that they don't explain any more about the prowling white nightgown woman. Um, They also cite unexplained cold spots, which is interesting in Florida. You know, I feel like it'd be a lot easier to find a cold spot in Florida. Um, Moving shadows, flickering lights, sense of long past cigar smoke, and visions of a young child named Wendy. A veteran employee of the restaurant insisted the fourth floor had a presence. Ooh, this is a tall restaurant. Okay, Tampa. Well, I guess they have to mm-hmm. go up because of flooding yeah. and all that. Um, Otherwise, they'll just, they have to go up because, like, Florida is just consistently sinking. It's just like a sinkhole. Just, <laughs> just sink already. I'm kidding. Kennedy, I know I already talked about you in the last episode, but I don't want your state to float into the ocean. Um, what else? Okay, so almost any time 
you're up on the fourth floor by yourself and you go up and press the elevator button, you get this unexplained cold chill and the hair on the back of your neck stands up. So this is the Crown Colony Restaurant. If you're ever in Tampa at Bush Gardens. I'll be I'll be there. Yeah, man. I'll be there tomorrow. I'm going to plan a trip specifically to go see I just want to go see all ghost. of these. Actually, not to see the piano playing ghost. Like, fuck that guy. No, the I prowler. I want to see the prowl ghost. I want to yeah. see the prowler. <laughs> see if she prowls I'm most interested fours. in understanding what the prowler is. Because <laughs> that, that connotation, like a prowler is like someone who's looking for trouble. Yeah. Right? I, I guess. Like I mean, prowling around. Like, yeah. Like trying to find like little nooks and crannies <laughs> to like squeeze their ghost's little ectoplasm into <laughs> i'm i'm thinking whoever wrote this listicle that i'm reading verbatim sorry uh just you know whipped out their th- thesaurus and picked prowling as a creepy word yeah i would say so <laughs> um okay so here's another one this is also near us in wisconsin dells fuck yeah so, love the dells this is at this is called Terminal Velocity, Velocity uh, in Lake Delton, Wisconsin. So in the summer of 2010, a 12-year-old girl decided to take a leap of faith and hopped on a ride called Terminal Velocity at Extreme World, an Jesus amusement park Christ. in Wisconsin Vells. Extreme World. Extreme I've never World? heard of this. No, I haven't. But either. like I kind of want to go. <laughs> I, I, I stay at the Animal Lodges, you know, the Great Wolf, the Wilderness. Okay, so this ride basically works by dropping participants over 100 feet into a net and you're not using any safety harness. So you're just like up and then you're dropped into a net. What? So um, what about which whiplash? I mean, it's called Extreme World for a reason. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so apparently this family had traveled all the way there from Florida just for her to try it out. Um, and when she gets up there, the operator released her with no net in place. She fell directly onto the concrete. She broke her back and her pelvis, and she suffered brain damage along with numerous other severe injuries, but she actually didn't die. It's under concrete? Why would they put concrete under the net? Why wouldn't they put something soft or like a pool? It makes it makes absolutely no sense. Fucking like, Wisconsin. First of all, the the entire idea of this ride is it's not even a ride. It's basically just like a free fall like into a net. <laughs> Here. Jump from this. Like go bungee jumping, I guess if you really want to do that. My but God. like at least at, at least you'd have a harness yeah. with bungee jumping. Seriously, mm. did she die? She survived. Oh. Her name was Tegan, and she stayed in a nearby hospital for two months before she was well enough to head home. Her parents filed a lawsuit, and the operator of the ride was charged with negligence, yeah. and the family settled with the park. So I don't know if Extreme World still exists because uh. I would I would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> that is too much. Like, I have been on one of those catapult rides, you Mm -hmm. know, like mm -mm. those are the jankiest, Mm -mm. but at least you're really strapped in. But yeah, I think some of my favorite videos on the Internet are like people in catapult rides fainting, fainting and like going going limp. And the person next to them is like, oh, shit, (laughs) did you die? Like, because I feel like you could have. the human body, unless you're, like, NASA trained, you shouldn't be going that fa- that fast into free space. Just so terrifying. <laughs> that is, uh, 
who puts concrete under the net? No, it makes no sense whatsoever. Like, least, like I said, the entire the entire concept of this makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> like, roll out a wrestling map, at Mm-mm. least. Okay, so my next haunt is at the picturesque Sylvan Beach Amusement Park in New York. Um, and it has a very storied history dating back to the 1870s so the some more old-timey amusements um modern visitors and employees report familiarity with several ghosts who hang around the park including abby the lady in white right i think they're just white because they're specters like she's like my dress is blue Stop calling like, me the lady I'm just in see-through. white. It's not white. <laughs> it's it's actually a periwinkle. It's, it's, I paid extra for this color. All right. Um, uh, her presence can be felt and heard in the hotel. There's another ghost, simply named Scott, who is seen in Playland Attic and other areas, and Jack who lingers in the bar and occasionally opens doors. Like uh, Jack Torrance from The Shining. Mm-hmm. Hanging out of the bar. I like it. Um, all three spirits are said to have perished on the premises, with Scott being found in the Treasureland attraction. People also report hearing coins dropping while on the Park After Dark ghost tours. According to sci-fi, the show Ghost Hunters, hell yeah, much better than Ghost Adventures. The spirits are benevolent, happy, nice, only haunting the grounds because of love for the park itself. I kind of like that. Like I like that too. If you love where you died, I'd hang around. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, Until it gets demolished. If I died at Six Flags Great America during Fright Fest, like, I for sure would stay as a ghost. Oh, my God. Like, 100%. That would be a total, like, American horror story, like, on Halloween <gasps> when people could they come should do, They should do American Horror Story theme park. Hell, yeah. It would be, like, it, like make it, like, an Adventureland type thing, but also, like, spooky and, like, super fucked up things happen on all the rides. Yes. Like, think about how cool that would be. We'll talk I'm, about it at the end, but... The American Horror Stories, the um, anthologies that they've been doing. Yeah. We'll talk about it at the end, but they're pretty good this season. I haven't watched them yet, but I know Bella Thorne's in them, so I, I do want to. Yeah, her episode is fucking sick. Okay, so this happened at Waterworld USA in 1997. I'm going to go through this article from SFGate that was written at the time. Mm-hmm. So... Because it has some detail and it seems really horrifying. So, a towering water slide packed with teenagers on a graduation outing collapsed at a Concord amusement park, killing one girl and injuring 32 other youths who plunged screaming to earth in front of horrified onlookers. Oh my god! (laughs) Witnesses and officials at the park said dozens of teenagers jammed onto the slide against the orders of a lifeguard who desperately tried to feed them onto the chute one at a time. Apparently, it was like a prank. So I guess so these kids the were all trying to do like fault. a senior prank. Yeah. So 
I saw a line of kids on the slide and then more kids pulled on and then more kids piled on, said Russ Tiburino of San Francisco. The slide broke. It cracked, rolled and dropped. There were people hanging on to it as it was falling. Oh, my God. The lifeguard at the top of the slide blew her whistle and yelled at them to stop. <laughs> a clutch of security guards and other lifeguards ran to the slide. But before they got there, the chute collapsed. Mm. A spokesperson for Premier Parks, Inc., which owned Waterworld at the time, expressed sympathy for the victims and the family and said it in a prepared statement that safety is the company's top priority. <laughs> Based on what we know at this point, we believe the slide was safe. We are still gathering the facts on precisely what happened. Um, witnesses say they heard a loud crash as the Banzai pipeline slide cracked at about 3.30 p.m. Then they heard crunching noises and screams of pain as youths were pitched from a height of about 30 feet to a strip of cement and dirt, bushes and flowers at the base of the slide. As the chute snapped downward, one knot of youths clumped together fell first. They were followed one by one, like Jesus one after the Christ. other, by the rest, many banging against wooden support poles on the way down before smacking into the earth or onto other students. Jesus it's not funny someone died, it's but it's not funny, but it's the image also in my just, head. It's like lemmings off a cliff. I also think of that tweet that's like me sewing, like, hell yeah, this is awesome. Like me reaping. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> This sucks. This sucks. <laughs> Dude. Um, can I just say, all of these articles have, they all say the slide was seemingly safe. Like, nobody knows the conditions of these things. <laughs> like, this, the slide was, we thought it was safe before this happened. I mean, I think this slide was generally pretty safe, but like this was like 30 kids like rushing it and it right. collapsed under it their was, weight. It's just the way they worded it. Like it was seemingly safe. <laughs> this is horrifying. The victims lay in a heap with debris until rescue crews arrived. Park workers and customers rushed from victim to victim to administer first aid. Witnesses said the spilled water from the collapsed slide turned red with the victim's blood. Jesus. It was horrible. All the kids were covered in mud and blood, a sobbing, said a sobbing Debbie Smith, who was at the park with her family and watched the slide collapse. One 17-year-old girl from Napa High died of head and chest injuries at 4.15 p.m. at Mount Diablo Medical Center in Concord. Mm. Smith said she believed the girl hit a wooden pole on the way down. Jeez. After she fell, she lay be- bleeding profusely and not moving. Jesus Christ. God. Um, and then it just, it then this gets pretty sad and just talks yeah, about how, not, you know, yeah. she's a teenager. But... Anyway, um, that, that's why that's not a good senior prank, kids. No, absolutely not. Listen to the lifeguards. Their name is what they do. They are guarding your reason. life. They are so guarding you your life, especially when you do decisions. Dumb shit like that. As a lifeguard, I saw people make some pretty dumb decisions, but nothing as stupid as that. I think the dumbest thing I ever saw as a lifeguard was this kid that was a he would he would bring a bucket to the pool oh, and then he would like go underneath the water with his head in the bucket and then like try to go all the way down and like, like in a, the deep end of the pool so he could breathe underwater but i was like peter his name was actually peter, peter. just like the dog <laughs> but i'd be like peter like you do realize that like oxygen will run out like you might still have like negative space there but like the oxygen won't be there like it's not you're not just gonna have like an unlimited amount of oxygen when you get to the bottom of the pool in your fucking dumb bucket like it's not (laughs) you can't do it get out of the pool (laughs) kevin um 
what's the show about all the Grim Reapers? Um, Dead Like Me. Dead Like Me. Yeah. Dead Like Me. Highly yeah. recommend. But that's like a scene you would see in that show. Like one of the Reapers, she got hit in the head with a toilet seat that fell from the International Space Station. You know? Something like that happens in Nope, too. Yeah. (laughs) Does it? God, I still need to see it. And this weekend, Cinemark is doing like $3 tickets, but I have my stupid kid. I'm kidding. I love her. She's She's my life. I love her. But I can't take her to see Nope. She is a child. No. Nope, you can't. Nope. <laughs> um, but oh, we'll talk about it at the end. Um, that's awful. Can you imagine being like my daughter died in a tragic water slide accident? Awful. Especially given the fact that like it wasn't even like the people that were at fault were like her classmates. It was a prank. Who, like, yeah. Yeah. Our senior prank was we oiled the floors so like in the cafeteria <laughs> so our chairs chairs would slide, you know? That's it. That's really good. It was great. Our senior prank was really lame. It was like we like left class like 20 minutes early on our last day of school and like threw all of our papers everywhere and we're like blasting We Like to Party by the Venga Boys. <laughs> Which the is the and that was it. fucking I'm like, Six Flags theme song. Is that actually the Six Flags theme song? Yeah. With that bald guy dancing. Yeah. Great tie-in. Great time. Um, I have another senior prankster, but we won't tell it. Um, no, I will. My older brother, Owen, he's nine years older than me. One of his friend's dads owned a car dealership, and they had one of those big inflatable gorillas. Mm-hmm. And they broke into the school and inflated it in the dean's office. <laughs> I was like, that's a solid prank, except for the breaking that's a really and entering part. I mean, no, that's that's still a solid prank. Like our prank wasn't even a prank; it was just us like being stupid. Like it's not like yeah. no, no one was pranked. It was just like, oh, there they go. It's <laughs> the last day of school. Like what? It, okay. And his like <laughs> his was in the '90s, so breaking and entering into a school wasn't as big of a deal as it is now. No, no, nobody cared about breaking and entering in the 90s. You could, there were actually no laws in the 90s. No, I don't no know laws. if people know no that. No laws like, until. Laws weren't actually invented in two thousand until 2003. No, 2001. Because of 9-11. Oh, right, 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's really sad that we both said that at the same time and laughed after. I've been making so many 9-11 jokes. Oh, <laughs> cut that out. I, I, my 9-11 jokes are fine. <laughs> At this point, we've been traumatized by them for over 20 years. Like, I, I'm allowed to make 9-11 jokes okay. now. Like, it has been long let me, enough. Let me hear one. My favorite 9-11 joke ever, actually, was, like, way too soon. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, I think it was Russell Brand. Oh, my who, God. Like, literally the day after 9-11 was, like, dressed up as Osama bin Laden and was, like, on some, like, British, like, sketch show and was like, what? I mean... Why is everybody still so mad at me? I mean, it's been like a whole day. Like, get over it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but that was too soon. Yes. People were really mad at him for that. Um, but no, the 9-11 jokes I've been making have just been like, well, if there's another 9-11, I'm not going to survive because my new job is in the Sears Tower. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> 
So I've made so many 9-11 jokes about Jesus being like, you're well, self-deprecating. See you later, mom. Like, you better hope that no planes hit the, you're like, <laughs> the Sears Tower today. And she's like, that's not funny. And I'm like, it's kind of funny, though. And she's like, no, it's not, though. And I'm like, but it, it is a little bit. You're like, I am working in the biggest Target in Chicago. <laughs> and for those of you who are uncultured, the Sears Tower is now named the Willis Tower, but we don't call it that. Yeah, I forgot. I I do still forget. It that is it's called the Willis forever Tower. the Sears Tower. <laughs> even though Caroline it was changed like fifteen years here. ago. Yeah, it w- <laughs> it's always the Sears Tower. Um, all right. You want to hear another hop? Mm-hmm. This one goes back Ohio, baby. These most of the Hell yeah. Maybe this is an Ohio listicle. No, because I was in this Florida and New York. Okay. Yeah, we we've been around. We've been, we've been around. around. All right. So at Cedar Point. In 1917, Daniel C. Muller carved what became to be known as Muller's Military Horse. According to legend, his wife became obsessed with this horse. He carved it for the carousel. Like, um, uh, artists created uh, an animal for the carousel, like different artists Got for it. each you know, remember yep. when people used to put effort into things and then just like 3D print them? I'm just going to say, I think the reason that that happened is 9-11. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, we have to keep everything uniform and the same because God forbid you have 3.5 ounces of hairspray instead of 3.4 fucking O'Hare. Are you serious? Sorry. Yeah, I don't think that's ever saved anybody's life. I just got back <laughs> from Alaska and they threw away my hairspray and I was like, I have to go to a wedding. I need hairspray. One point. Uh, whatever. Anyway, so allegedly his wife became obsessed with the horse. After she passed, visitors reported seeing her ghost riding the so-called haunted steed on the Cedar Point carousel. The legend also states that Mrs. Muller's spirit prevents people from taking photos of her favorite horse to keep anyone else from falling in love with it. Like, no, this is my boyfriend. No, you can't. I wonder what happened to Danielle Muller. She seems to like the horse more than her husband. Damn. <laughs> Um, it's like a Robert the Doll situation where, like, you might be married, but the doll still gets his own room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, She's like, babe, can we get a king size bed? Because I want to fit the horse in there with uh, us. Yeah. Like, it needs. <laughs> right. Um, while the original carousel horse is no longer riding, a replica of Muller's military horse can sometimes be found at the Merry-Go-Round Museum. Why only sometimes? Maybe they rotate. Get it? Merry go round. Rotate. Sorry. Um, <laughs> visitors have said they heard Mrs. Muller taking nightly strolls around the museum to find and then admire the steed. Why does she like this horse more than her husband? Also, like, why does she have to find it all the time? Like, well, like I said, they they rotated out. Oh, that was oh okay, the joke. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a bit. Yeah, it's okay. We're good. It's, my brain's not working today. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. 
Um, so yeah, that's the the haunted hmm. horse of the Cedar Point carousel. Interesting. I wonder what happens if you ride it. You Does can't anymore. You? They only have a replica. Not the same. She doesn't care about that. No, Zach Baggins, go buy the original. Get another. I want to get married on <laughs> on, on the, the original. Horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get married to the horse. Actually, oh my god, <laughs> she will prowl and gouge your eyes out. She'll get off my horse. It'll be the last thing I ever do. <laughs> oh my god, that would be yes, yes, all of it, yes. Okay, um, here's another death. This one <laughs> is pretty fucked up. Oh, um. Gosh. Okay, so this is on the Ride of Steel at a Six Flag Park in New York. Um, July 8th, 2011, 29-year-old James Hackemeyer fell from the Ride of Steel. Um, he was an Army veteran and a double amputee, and so he had lost both legs to an injury in the Iraq War. And he was seated in the front row of the ride, and because he didn't have legs to secure the underlap belt, he was violently launched out of the car. What is wrong with people? Why would they let him on this ride? No, it doesn't make any sense people at all. Because, so, like, there's no... So preventable. So after an investigation, officials ruled that, indeed, the cause of his death was an operational error. The ride was operating normally, but he should never have been allowed to ride it in the first place because the safety regulations required passengers' legs to be secured before the operation. But obviously, Jesus this is impossible for Christ. somebody who didn't have legs. <laughs> so that ride was... That ride was shut down. Um. <laughs> oh, no. Shut down for two weeks before it resumed <laughs> operation. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, God. what is wrong with this country? Why do we You know what's do wrong this? with this country is that, like, they give... All, the, the people who work at these parks are, like, 15 years I old. Know. Like, I know. Like, it's not like... Like, it's like you give a bunch of teenagers, like, a bunch of horny teenagers a job, like, running, like, insane, like death trap equipment yeah. and like you expect them like people not to die yeah. you expect like then to be like yeah like this ride requires you to like have your legs secured this guy doesn't have legs but should be fine right he's a veteran how, how would that put him in the front <laughs> jesus fucking christ no awful i what was the movie with kristen stewart about the theme park adventure adventureland yeah that's what i mean i want it to be like an event like the, i want the american horror story theme park to be an adventure land situation where it's kind of just like a bunch of teens but real like, fucked up run but real fucked up it could be slasher and it can be like ghost. decapitation yeah. ghosts like it can be all of the things so ryan murphy since i know you're listening brad felchuk <laughs> hit us up get on it <laughs> okay i have one more okay and we are going to the coney island of the west in cincinnati Good old Cincy. Um, so it plays host to its fair share of ghouls. Named after Coney Island in New York, the Ohio Amusement Park includes a massive pool, an outdoor dance hall, and a play area for small children. That sounds lame. That doesn't sound like a lot. No, that doesn't sound like a lot. A pool, an outdoor and a dance, dance hall. hall. I don't want to dance that with strangers. Seem... No, I mean I want to dance with strangers, but like I got... definitely not at like a theme park. <laughs> <I'd>... Yeah, <laughs> no. 
Um, I don't even know if this is still open. Again, these could all be closed, and I just didn't research it. Sue me. Um, so Walt Disney, fun fact, even visited this park in the 1950s while he was planning Disneyland. Hmm. Um, one of the park's owners, George Schott, passed in 1935 at an event in moonlight gardens within the park he is said to appear today wearing period clothing and watching over the park i am i imagine uh the guy from titanic not the captain the other never mind the other guy that's that's it immediately who popped into my head um, the like bearded guy no monocle glasses guy Daddy Warbucks? Yes. Daddy Warbucks. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Exactly right. Daddy Warbucks from Annie in Titanic. He's the owner, right? I, He's like I the think owner so. of the show. Or like yeah. The, yeah. the company that owns it. Something like that. Daddy Warbucks. Uh, <laughs> um, several guests have lost their lives in ride-related injuries, which is Caroline's. Uh, that's her expertise, um, including from riding the Scrambler, exiting the moving merry-go-round too soon, and simply diving into the pool. So this is some old-timey shit. This is like why yeah. we have the do not dive at right. like the three-foot end of the pool because it, this is idiots. before like everyone could get sued for literally anything. Yeah, so <laughs> exactly, you got off a merry-go-round too quick, and you got pulled along, knocked your knocked your noodle a little too hard. That's your problem, not ours. Um, so the area sits on a land associated with the Hopewell tribe. And some oh. guests and workers claim that they've heard native chanting, music, and activity around the empty merry-go-round and splashing from the pool area, even during the off-season, as they should. Reclaim the land. Yeah. That's not your theirs land. To begin with. Yeah. Not ours to begin with, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> So that those um, are the haunts that I had. Yeah, those, those are good. I have like a million more of these, but I think I think we can probably stop it. One will do. The it. one, the one that I would say would be, um, a couple years ago. Do you remember this at in Georgia Six Flags when that kid jumped the fence, um, like because he lost his hat on the roller coaster and he like goes in to get his hat on the roller coaster and then. He gets his head chopped Fuck, off. Fuck, yes, I do remember that. From the roller coaster hitting him. Can you can you imagine being on that roller coaster and being like the device that chops off a person's head? Like what if you're in the front of the roller coaster and you see like this it honestly there needs to be a database. I feel like you'd be doing a public service. That's what I'm saying. I would I want to like do, I want to figure out every I'm going to go to each state and figure out what public body like regulates it there. Fate like ask for a list of each like of just they that won't year. Give it to you. I would say 
They won't. You give have it to, to just us, put no. Google alerts for theme park deaths in every state. Yeah, and there's a lot. There's a lot that happened. Like Tons. somebody just died recently. I think. Let me actually find that one, and I'll do that one because that one's sad. Twenty twenty two. Let's do that mm. one. It's real sad. <laughs> okay, so um, this happened at March twenty fourth of this year in Icon Park outside of Orlando. Shit. Um, this kid was only fourteen years old, and he was a passenger on the Orlando Freefall Drop Tower li- Ride. So it's another okay, one of those. Okay, these tower I mean, rides have to stop. Yeah, I will say like doing the very very minimal research that I did for this episode. Tower rides, the, the the two that I'm seeing a lot of, tower rides, number one, and two, I haven't even mentioned any of these, but like water rides and yeah. especially the water rafting ones where like the ones go around because if you get caught under there, there's a track it's and a, you'll get pulled under. That's exactly right. It'll suck you under and you'll be It stuck. will suck. You. So it's basically, it's basically like you're, if you have a fear of escalators and a fear of water at the same time, like don't ever it's ride in one of those nightmare. because- you will absolutely be crunched up. Like <laughs> I will guarantee it. You will be eaten by this raft. Eaten by the coaster. river ride. Splash so waterfall. Those are the two. No. I I will continue to go on both of them because I, I don't them. value my life at all. I think so. <laughs> I like the water one. Especially if you go in the summer air and it's hot and then you have to walk around in like damp jorts. Yep. It's part of the experience. So the Orlando Freefall Ride, once again, it's the world's tallest freestanding tower drop. It sends passengers up and then drops them 400 feet at speeds that reach over 75 miles an hour. Absolutely not. So the owner's manual for the tower says that the ride's weight limit is 287 pounds, which seems a little bit more reasonable than 200, than 200 pounds to me. Yeah, right. But... But still seems like maybe not not great. Like, I do feel like maybe American amusement parks, amusement parks everywhere need to there be a little be bit like more, like, accommodated. pound threshold for most right. Like, I've been close to 200 pounds. Yeah. Just, I mean, I mean over the pandemic, yeah, I, like. Straight up. Shit was not good. Shit was. Boobs are heavy. What were we going to do? Boobs are very heavy. Boobs are heavy. Butts are heavy. Like, I don't think people... Also, I just don't think that, like, people understand, like, how much women normally weigh, weigh because, like... Yeah. Like, we're just trained to always, like, if we weigh more than 120 pounds, pounds, we have to lie about it. Yeah. (laughs) My driver's license, when I went to get it renewed, it it had 115 pounds on it because that's what I weighed when I was 18, and I got it. (laughs) And, And the lady was like... We'll leave it at 115, wink. And I was like, no, literally don't because people will think if this I is go a missing, fake they're going to be looking. <laughs> right. Also, like, I, I would like it. I would like, like, if people need to know, like, but also, like, they won't understand because, like, I'll be like, oh, I weigh 180 pounds. And people will be like, no, no fucking don't. way you do. Yeah. I, I do. I get that all the time. <laughs> I get that all the Because, same. I. This has gotten a weird direction, but I, yeah. I I also weigh around like 175, 180, and I'm short, and people are like, no, and I'm like, you want to pick me up? Right. Like, well, and it's also, I'm just like, why do you Why does it matter? That, like, do you not understand, like, each one of my boobs probably weighs 15 pounds? At least. Like, I have a huge, like, I, it's like I have a huge ass. <laughs> My each one of my butt cheeks probably weighs fifteen pounds. Yeah. Like. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, p- 
people don't seem to understand what body weight actually is. Like, no. and if you have muscle, that weighs even more, which I don't have any. Of. I got into like an argument with somebody with like one of Jace's friends like years and years ago. I think at the time I probably weighed like 170. Mm-hmm. And I like, I feel like 170 is like my sweet spot weight where I like look really good. Yeah. Where this was a situation. He was like making fun of somebody being like, I don't know, like this girl like really let herself go. She weighed like 150 or something. Jesus and I was like, Christ. I literally weigh like 25 pounds more than that. And he was like, no, you don't. And I was like, yes, I do. And he was like, you weigh like 135. And I was like, no, I don't. Yeah. And he was like, yes, you do. And I was like, do you want me to go get a fucking scale, you psycho? Like, what? <laughs> like why? Weight is such a, <laughs> it's BMI and weight are so outdated in terms of quote-unquote health you know and guys who are into like the bbl look i'm like you know that ass weighs like 30 pounds yeah like i said 15 pounds for each budget like at least and like that's that's the way it goes if you want that look like you're gonna have to like start deadlifting if you want to pick me up (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's why i threw out my scale i just don't yeah anyway Anyway, uh, getting off weight, of this. So, weight restrictions on rides. Weight restrictions Do on better. rides and also weight stigma. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Like, We're, you can be hot at any size. But also, truly, like, or healthy. post-trigger warning. Sorry if, if talking about um, numbers uh, is troubling. So the owner's manual lists the rides weight limited 287. He was over six feet tall, and he weighed 383 pounds. Um, so, so why'd they let the, him on? Wait, he was well, 14? I guess, I mean, yeah. Say those, and he was, how tall was he? He was six feet tall and 383 pounds. Jeez, that's a big But teenager. I guess, I mean, once again, like, I feel like this goes back to, like, people not knowing how much people weigh. Because, like, I think, right. like, like, if it's not like there's a scale that's true the six flags park where it's like you're gonna step on and it and be like okay are you gonna be able to do this like they, it's kind of an honor system situation so if you see a kid operating it is not gonna know yeah you know so i guess he um they state officials who were charged with investigating his death found that manual adjustments had been made to two seats on the drop tower ride, including the seat occupied by him. The adjustment the adjustment allowed for a greater gap than normal between the harness and the seat, so it was kind of adjusted so that oh, people okay. who were bigger could sit on it. Accessibility. And so the cause of the subject um, the of the accident was that he was not properly secured in the seat due to the misadjustment of the harness proximity sensor. So it's, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He got like basically once again, like got to the top of the ride. It goes down at 75 miles an hour and he flew out and like <sighs> smacked on the, to the ground. Awful. Fuck. Fucking awful. Yikes. Yeah. And I don't that know. was I, just this year. And that was literally in March. Yeah. And he was 14. Oh, that's so sad. Dude, this is again. I want to put my child in a bubble. But I yeah. also want her to experience rides. Like, I remember the first roller coaster I rode at Six Flags Great America in Gurney was the Wizard. Mm-hmm. And it was an awesome experience. But 
I also think about like the engineers who build these things and how hastily they get put up. It's almost like they have to have a new one every year. Yeah. And it it takes longer than that. It's like roller coaster tycoon, man. It's Dude. like <laughs> Fuck yeah. I loved that game. Um roller coaster tycoon was my shit like on what back when we had a computer room same oh my yeah. god there is nothing more there is nothing more satisfying than building like uh, literally a death coaster that just like flies yeah. off at, and just like ev- have everyone just be like ah! and like there's still a line for your park <laughs> yeah and then uh not having enough garbage cans and people are puking everywhere i like that too i Gosh. tried to actually try to download roller coaster tycoon on my switch and it's like the switch like interface is so confusing and I couldn't figure it out and I like wouldn't give myself the time to do it and yeah. I just stopped. Harper plays it on Roblox and I'm like, this is nowhere near Mm-mm. what we did. No. We were building. I mean, I think the Switch version would be that intense, but I, it's like I cannot wrap my head around like how to actually do anything on it. It's just like too complicated. Yeah, So I get that. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, amusement parks and enjoy the last weeks of, uh, summer. Don't die. <laughs> but and thank it, you to, let me find the person who suggested oh, this shit. real quick yeah, so I we can shout them out. cite my source. Maria. Darth Small. On Instagram. Who suggested this topic. Uh. She herself is a self-described Twitch streamer, TikTok creator, and she is one of the major reasons we came back. Thank you, Maria. And also, there's another shout out to Zane. Um, yeah, Zane! He messaged us uh, a loyal a loyal follower since the beginning, a loyal ghoulie. Day one. Um, Day he one. called us out on completely forgetting to talk about last week in our episode about um, Stranger Things. We completely forgot to mention that Vecna's dad, who has the eyes cut out, is Robert England. From F- Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and like, yeah. I knew that. I huge just like completely forgot. <laughs> yeah, huge horror callback that we just like completely glossed over. So thank it's you, almost Zane. Like, yeah, it's almost like we forget that... It's this is a horror podcast and yeah we know, it's we almost like we know those things. <laughs> he was like, I was really excited to hear you guys talk about that, and then you just like literally did it, and I was like, yeah, that <laughs> sounds like us. But here we are, Zane. We're talking about it now. Thank you for holding us accountable. This is a collaborative podcast. We cannot do this alone. <laughs> Everybody, please message us and tell us what we're doing wrong. No, um, don't. should we talk about some spooky things we've watched this week? Yes. Um. But first, I wanted to say, I was watching Good Mythical Morning. I think on Wednesday. Do you uh, do you watch it? No. It's so what is it? they got me through the pandemic for sure. It's Rhett and Link. If you saw them, you'd recognize they have like fifteen million subscribers or something. Um, and one of their people, it's. They have guests come in and spin the wheel of mythicality. And this mm-hmm. guy was like, hi, my name's so-and-so. And I'm coming from 
the CERN particle accelerator, <laughs> like, and it's time to spin the wheel of mythicality. And Rhett goes, that guy could destroy the planet <laughs> if he wanted to. Or in that, make it a lot better. In that same episode, they were talking about, um, like, different phrases from different countries. Like, here, it's like, when it rains, it pours. But one from Norway, I need you to confirm for me, is <laughs> there's a raisin in the sausage. What, like, like wait. there's something sweet in normal life. I, I There's must be a translation thing, but they're like, this is a saying from Norway. It's like, you got to find the raisin in the sausage. Um, I'm going to Google this. Raisin and sausage. Caroline Norway. speaks Norwegian, in case you forgot. Norwegian camp. Remember oh. when we were going to try and bring that up every episode? I mean, it wasn't really something that we needed to try because I just did bring it, it up just every happened. episode. <laughs> I guess it might be something that I should maybe get it's back to. It's been a while. It's been a while. Where? Oh. Runesen i Poledensen? Or no. I... Uh, I don't know, but they said Rosinen that. I, f- <laughs> I don't That's- know. I've never heard that before, but I, I'm sure it is. I'm, you know, I'm very much an expert on Norway, having lived there for a year when I was four years old. <laughs> right. Well, I was just thinking it was the same episode as the CERN um, particle, whatever. And then it was a Norwegian. So I was like, Caroline. They're just, they're copying us. They're definitely listening and they, <laughs> they're stealing our brand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With your 15 million followers. <laughs> Fuck off. No, I love them. I watch them every morning. Um, But yeah, that's not actually something that, that was more just something I wrote in my notes. Um, So, American Horror Stories. Mm-hmm. I love... So I think it was originally kind of like a pandemic patch, you know, because it's smaller casts, smaller sets. Um, They don't have to do these long, drawn-out storylines. Loved the first anthology. The second anthology is also awesome. Loving it. The Bella Thorne episode is particularly great. Also, the first episode... I really love. I just kind of like these mini um, American Horror Story. Like, yeah, I feel like vignettes. American Horror Stories is be- like it's. I don't know. Like, I love American Horror Story, obviously, but I do think like they kind of lose the plot after a while. Like, oh, yeah. they get so complicated and so outrageous that Too it's like many storylines. Yeah, and you're just like, do we need to have like 15 episodes of this? Like, I really like the Roanoke one, but it like went yes. out. Like, it just like completely went nuts. Like towards the end, where you're just like, this could have been like six episodes See, real, shorter, and it would have made a lot more sense. I thought that one was a little more cohesive than fucking Hotel. Where oh, it's yeah. like, oh, absolutely. Where did the zombie kids go? That where one was did... more cohesive than Hotel. You're right. And because it was like, I I like that they used like the like show format to like kind yeah. of play around with things. But mm. also, it, I mean, just every single season of that show, like there's like plot lines that they just like never pick back up. So I think it's like, I do think like it, except for it's murder in small house. doses. 
Murder except House. Except for Murder House and Coven, in my opinion. I love Coven. I love Coven. Yeah. I love all of them. I wasn't a huge fan of Freak Show. I want to rewatch Cult now that it's not so sensitive. Yeah, I actually never watched Cults because Because it was Trump time. Because I was just like, I don't want to. I just live this. I don't feel like watching this. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to rewatch that. I also just love Evan Peters. Um, yeah. But I got to so- believe his Jeffrey Dahmer. Ah, oh, he's going to fucking kill it. Like, he yeah. even has the he same facial structure. He was literally born to play that man. Absolutely. And I love that he's sticking in his niche. Although I'm sad that he and Halsey broke up, even though that was a long time ago. Um, I'm just glad he's not with Emma Roberts anymore because she sounds awful. Oh, God. <laughs> they had one of those. Uh, one of them was going to kill the other at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Would have made a great tie in oh, with the American yeah. Horror Story. Would have been though. a great episode. Great promo. Great PR. <laughs> Always <laughs> thinking. <laughs> um. Elvis by Baz Luhrmann starts streaming at midnight tonight on HBO Max, which I'm fucking pumped about. I'm excited I, about that, too. I'm a huge Baz Luhrmann fan. A semi-Elvis fan, but mostly Baz Luhrmann. Um, and then what else did I watch? Oh, dude, you know what actually was really disappointing? What? Selling the OC. Oh, they're all, like, Republicans. <laughs> like, yeah. everybody on Reddit hates them and has been trying to cancel them and is like, we should, like, stop watching this show because of their political views. And it's like, do you it know where Orange County boring. is or, like, the general demographics of Orange County? Like, if they were trying to, if they, if they were, like, we need to find realtors who are all liberal in Orange County, realtors in Orange County who are liberal, like, that is a tall order. There, there are none. Like, you I can't find everyone any. everyone in California was liberal. In Orange County? I don't, I'm joking. I'm being a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, people who make the money, they do yeah. whatever. Okay. Uh, but I couldn't. I didn't even get through one episode. There was no character mm. development. Like, you didn't get introduced to people. There's, There's no, no Christine. Christine. <laughs> I mean, I'm going I'm to be really... She's the show. She is the show. And the fact that she's not going to be on next season, like, she's, she's gonna definitively... She's going to get a spinoff. She's getting her own show. She's either getting her own show or... I feel like she was really, truly made to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, they need... Fuck Yeah. They get they Erica really Jane need to re- out of there. Yeah, kick off. I mean, you know, I I I like. I'm so torn about Erica Jane because like she is she's absolutely a criminal, a criminal, but like she's such a good housewife. No, I <laughs> she brings the drama. I know. No, I I agree. I mean, she needs she needs to go. They need to hire. They need to fire all the criminals. Like, why is Jen Shaw still on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Right. Why yeah. why was Mary not kicked off for running a cult? Why like why did she make it two seasons? Like I in the uh GUDs from GUDs? Teresa? Teresa. Yeah. Mhm. Stop with the criminals, Bravo. Andy Cohen. Yeah. We love Andy. you, but let's uh especially the one who whose husband victimized a airplane crash victims families yeah took all their money and and orphans and yeah and orphans and i love where she goes like alleged orphans as uh, though they're like (laughs) 
and I'm it's like, like, no, they're like actually orphans. Like you don't have to say like alleged orphans. Like they're truly like provably orphans. Like well, this this past week, um, the episode was she refused to hand over a pair of seventy thousand dollar diamond earrings because uh, her husband bought them for her and she refused and she said. The only person I give a fuck about is me. And I'm like, okay, that's too much. I mean, once again, great television, though. It's. I mean, I understand. I I get where Andy's coming from. I'm not being I'm not an Erica apologist, but I she's so entertaining. (laughs) But it's to the point where it's like. This is sad. Like, imagine being one of those victims and just watching her still gallivanting and. I think if they if they weren't paying her like if she if I didn't if I knew that she wasn't making money from being on the show I'd be like keep her on because like she's just gonna much they don't make much but like I feel like that's why she's like clinging on to it so hard is because like she needs that money more than ever before like she actually needs to support herself for the first time in her life well and she likes to think that she's slumming it but she still lives in Beverly Hills in like a gorgeous apartment (laughs) with a glam team like the episode where she moves into that apartment and she's just like, it's so I mean, sad. It's, it's not much, but it's just like a six bedroom and I'm like, apartment. Fuck you. <laughs> like with my one room studio, my bathroom doesn't have a door. All right, like my car doesn't have air conditioning. Like fuck you. Get fucked. Get bent. Um, I watched um a couple like really wait like let me. I watch. I started watching a movie called Cursor last night. Have you ever heard of it? It's no. on Netflix. It's about a video game that kills Ooh. people. Ooh, um, yeah. And it that. was it was really good, but it got like really 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 intense with like the torture horror, and I was like, I can't I can't oh. do this, so I had to turn it off. I don't off. know if I can do that anymore. No, I we were like, yeah, this this seems really cool, and it was like well acted and kind of fun, but it was like. There was, like, a scene pretty early on in the movie where, like, this girl is, like, forced to eat glass. And, like, it goes on for so long. And, like, it's just, like... And, like, you see the blood, like, coming out of her throat. And she's, like, I don't want to do it anymore. And you're just, like, okay, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. That was, like... I have never... Ellie was always more into that stuff. I, like... I remember being a freshman in high school and seeing Hostel in theaters and just feeling nauseous for like days after mm-hmm. yeah no hostile is awful like i i don't like torture i've never been into torture porn things no. An- another one that's very similar that i did watch the entire thing on which is not that good but is kind of a fun like shitty movie if you want to watch it <laughs> countdown on netflix it's about an app that tells you when you're gonna die <laughs> dude we were talking about this yeah would you, would um, you want to know i already know I already know what I'm going to die. Oh, right. You got the reading. When I was when I was 16, I'm going to die yeah. when I'm 69. And if 69. I die before that or if I don't die, like whatever. But if I don't die at all. Halloween night, me and like six other friends like had a Ouija board, of course. And like my friends owned my friend's parents owned a duplex and they lived on top mm-hmm. and their tenants like had moved out. So it was like an empty house. So we were just like drinking, obviously, oh, in the like, downstairs zone. apartment. Yeah. And so we like had this Ouija board and we were like sitting in an empty bedroom, like all of us sitting on the ground. And we were like, who's going to die first? Who in this room will die first? And the Ouija board said CT 69. 
So that could mean a couple of things. One, it could mean like 2069. It could mean I'll die when I'm 79. It could mean I will die when I'm 69. It could mean I will die when I'm 69ing, which <laughs> would be fun. <laughs> and it could also mean that like one of the teenage boys that was in the room with us was fucking with me. <laughs> yeah, pushing it. Which is certainly possible. So we'll have to see. Like I'm keeping close tabs on everybody who's uh. in that room because if they die before me, like I'm home free. Yeah, because you're like, did not pan out. Ain't yeah, correct. and there's a couple people in there that I'm like, if you get, I mean, like, I wouldn't mind. Like, let's let's see. Oh, <laughs> I wish death upon you now. No, um, just one. But just- <laughs> is, it, is it an ex? You know who you are. No, not oh. an ex. Not my was, ex. <laughs> what was it? That girl who won best dressed? No, no, Nicole Taup. I was Nicole Taup. She wore she wore ponchos. <laughs> Um, no, it's a boy and he's just a terrible person. And I, you that know, makes sense. I wouldn't say I hope he dies, but if he did, I would be happy because it would mean I am not doomed to die at 69. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let, let that be the reasoning. I think I would want to know. I would definitely want to know because I, I would want to be able to, even if it was like, I would be stressed out about it for sure. But like, I'd want to like get my affairs in order. It's figure peace. my shit out. Well, no. And then it's like, I want to quit my job, not pay back my loans, not yeah. pay my credit cards. Absolutely. And Rack it all up. Go travel. Go See travel. Yeah. Exactly. Bucket list it. Yeah. Yeah. I would for sure want to know. I mean, and not in this movie. Like I wouldn't because like if it it's a convoluted thing but the app basically like curses you and so like if you choose it not to starts do the thing, your countdown or something yeah it's like if you're if you're supposed to die in like an hour and you choose not to do the thing that's going to kill you you get like murdered by like a ghost from the app ah uh, um which i don't know if that really makes sense that's like, what what movie was that um not never have i ever uh truth or dare Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they had it. to like stick a pencil in your eye, or like they had to like do like really awful things, or else they would die. Yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah. No, it it was a it was a really bad movie. It ha- it stars Daddy Cullen as like a creepy rapey doctor mm. and um a girl that looks like she should be Emily Van Camp but isn't. There's been a lot like, of those lately. Literally, I was like, that looks like Emily Van Camp, but like she's like, this girl's like 22 years old and Emily Van Camp is like our age. So I don't think that it's her and it wasn't her, but I mean, could be related to her. I didn't actually do that much much research beyond just like verifying that it was not in fact her. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Can't come to mind. I watched, I always, my YouTube feed, I don't know if yours does this, but it always recommends videos that I've already seen. I don't really watch YouTube that much. Oh, man. I guess I just, I watch it all day because I work from home mostly. I have like my personal laptop with YouTube playing and then my work laptop. I can't play things while I work because I have to like write. I have to like Oh, yeah. You actually have to use your brain. No, I I don't. Um, But (laughs) I wrote this note down because it bothered me so much. (laughs) I was, I put on, I won't name the YouTuber because not that it would ever get to her, but um, there was a doc on Mac Miller and his timeline and all that. Mm -hmm. And it was so well done so good and then 
at the end, she said, posthumously, instead of posthumously. Posthumously. <laughs> and I was like, and it ruined the whole thing. It ruined. Posthumously. That's one of those words that, like, you don't really say out loud that often. No, so it's I posthumously. Can, I, I mean, I know, but yeah. I just feel, I feel like. It's what it's a forgivable one for me because it's one of those Not words for that me. you just don't say out loud. Well, it's like it's like you watch these YouTube docs. You're like, this is good. This is credible. This seems legit. And then they say, post to you mostly. Okay. And then we, it's like, now I'm throwing everything away. <laughs> um, we got to end this because Peter's yeah. barking. So, <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Three weeks in a row. Uh, I know a lot of a lot of people stopped listening because they haven't watched Pretty Little Liars yet. So you can watch this or listen to this one with no spoilers. Um, Follow us on Instagram at Ghoul Gang Podcast on Twitter at Ghoul Gang Pod 666. Follow me, Grace, at Grace's Gold on Instagram and Caroline at Coraline Maria on Instagram and Coraline X Maria on Twitter and we will try and keep doing this. Let us know if you like us being consistent. And we do take listener suggestions, obviously. Yeah, so thanks, like Maria. send us a topic. And also send us your ghost stories, please. Google Game yes. Pod um Google Game Podcast at gmail.com and or just DM us. We're like always on Instagram constantly. So just oh, yeah. it's an drop addition. us a line. It's bad. Um, I gotta go take these dogs poop, so... Bye, Kevin. <laughs> Bye, Nella. Bye, Caroline. Creeper real. Bye. Bye.